Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast is sponsored by fine people like Morton S. Erickson. This is Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast. Something, the move. Is there something that you want? Something was the B-side to the Move single Blackberry Way, released on November the 28th in 1968. It was written for the Move by David Scott Morgan, who went on to work with ELO from 1981 to 1986, and did some vocal work on Jeff Lynne's 1990 solo album Armchair Theatre. He released an album with Richard Tandy in 1985 called Earthrise. What do women want? Tupperware. Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And we're going to talk about something, I believe. Well, I hope we're going to talk about something. Otherwise, it's going to be a short episode. Yeah, we need something to talk about. Um, what about we talk about something? I'm good with that. We can talk about something. As in the flip side to Blackberry Way. Something I really, really am happy I heard. Carl Wayne is singing on this. After Carl Wayne, I guess, didn't want to sing on Blackberry Way because it was a big, huge departure from everything else the move had done. We get a big, huge departure from everything else the move has done with Carl Wayne singing on it. (laughs) And... I gotta get this single. This is a winner of a single where you got two great songs on each side. And... You got both of the main singers of the band featured here on each side of the record. And this is where you get Carl doing his soul thing, which kind of defined a lot of what he did later, rather than watching Flowers in the Rain. This is a lot more of his sound for the rest of the move, I believe, as well as his solo career and those unreleased songs that ELO backed him up on. And where was this in the stupid live album and <laughs> where was this on on their debut see that i'll go with i wouldn't want to hear this on the live album considering what that atrocity <laughs> sounded like so True. Uh, oh i may be foreshadowing my opinion about this terrible terrible song yes yeah but this shows the move moving in completely new directions which are very 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 welcome I mean, Blackberry Way was basically so long psychedelia, and this is... Now we're going to do whatever we damn well please. (laughs) And it's an original. And there's flute. I don't know if Richard Tandy played on this, because I was looking up and seeing that Richard Tandy actually wasn't credited, but jumped in with the band after Ace left, and played bass and keyboards for a bit, and then just kind of went in and out as a session player. Yeah, I do know he was on Blackberry Way, and yes, him and The Move 
and he was like an unofficial member of the move and ELO for the first album. Yeah. I know he toured with the ELO on the first thing. Yeah, with Roy Wood's ELO. Yeah. But I was expecting a throwaway song mm. that they just did, oh, here's Blackberry Way, we need something to fill with. Oh my god, this is great. This is something that could have been a single on its own. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't release this as a double-sided single, because this is something that I could just see getting played on the radio. I mean, the flute and the strings are the only really psychedelic part of it still, but it's, for the most part, a soul song, and it's very much in the vein of Blood, Sweat, and Tears, just without the horns. I mean, Wayne's doing a vocal that's almost like David Clayton Thomas, just without all the Vegas <laughs> influence. You so very happy I'm so glad you came into my life and it is along with Blackberry Way and Flowers in the Rain and a few of the others that they've really hit it out of the park with this is one of the best move songs I've heard you are not wrong when you said that Carl Wayne uses this singing voice for the rest of his time with the move because this is it from what I've read, he left after this single. So, yes, you're right. Oh, because I thought he, he sang on Shazam. Um, and he did the vocals for Shazam, their second album, before he split. I suppose we'll find out. Again, my, my knowledge about the movie is spotty, and I'm learning, as all of you are learning, who haven't dug too deep into the move. I know some things about the move, but sort of about as much as I know about the Thompson twins. So, I'm learning as we're going. I could probably tell you more about the Thompson Twins, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. the move is pretty well unknown in this country. Only the deep ELO Jeff Lynn fans know about the move. So, if you're listening to podcasts, you know the drill. I hear a move song, one I've never heard before, and I either don't like it or I'm just kind of, it's okay, I guess. And that's the story with this song. It started up, it's okay, I guess, it's fine. And then the flutes, or the recorders, whatever they are, I don't think they're flutes, I think they're some sort of woodwind, blowy instruments. Well, that would be a flute. A flute is a blowy woodwind, yes. <laughs> I don't really know if these are wood flutes, though. They, they sound a little, um, I guess they have sort of a more hollow sound than a flute would have. I'm just guessing. I'll ask the wife. She played flute in the, in school band, so she would know. And she still has her flutes. The flutes, the woodwinds, the recorders, the blowy instruments started filtering in. I, I kind of like that. And the more prominent they became, the more it sort of sounded like a distant calliope at a circus or a fair playing. It's like, you know, I kind of like that in the background. Listen up, people. Here's a snippet for Jill. They built up to where they weren't so distant in the background. It's, I'm, I'm liking this song more. And then in the instrumental break, where it's the light orchestra with mm -hmm. the strings, that just sent me over the top. This song's friggin' fantastic! For me, it was sort of like Homer Simpson's going through the stages of denial. 
where he went through all of them in under a minute. Now, a little death anxiety is normal. Uh, you can expect to go through five stages. The first is denial. No way, because I'm not dying. Second is anger. Why, you little dude! After that comes fear. What's after fear? What's after fear? Bargaining. Doc, you gotta get me out of this. I'll make it worth your while. And finally, acceptance. Well, we all gotta go sometime. Mr. Simpson, your progress astounds me. So, instead of usually where it's like it's a few days of listening, where it's like, okay, I, I like the song. It went from... Uh, it's okay to, oh, I like this. No, I like, hey, this is pretty friggin' awesome. I love this song. I love this song more than Blackberry Way. Although there was something frustrating about this song that I didn't like. Well, I sort of touched on it at the beginning. Whenever I would try and get it in my head, I couldn't. <laughs> it's, I would get Blackberry Way, and I don't know if that's because it took me six days to finally finish the Blackberry Way episode. By the way, the best part of that episode is the under the cover segment which if you're not subscribing at patreon you're gonna have to wait five years to hear it so you're really missing out if you're not subscribing through patreon for at least one dollar per episode but other than that this is great why couldn't this have been released instead of wild wild woman it's like i got nothing bad to say about this song it's fantastic i know it makes me want to order the single right away just to have it i'm sure it's not even that expensive Probably not. This was a big seller. It wasn't like some obscure uh, independent label 500 got released. <laughs> 45. This is something that was a huge, huge hit in England at the time. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, I need to hear the rest of the Move catalog before making a decision on it. But I've seen some people say this is the best thing the Move did was this single with these two songs. I can see why people might be of that opinion. Yeah, and this one, the way it uses the instrumentation, it uses it wisely. I mean, the flute builds, mm -hmm. and then those strings they just come in. They're not used as heavily as they are in Blackberry Way. They just come in when appropriate. I'm not having as much of a trouble keeping it in my mind just because of Wayne's vocals on this are so good. So what I'm thinking about, I'm thinking of his vocal styles. Not necessarily the words, probably because I only heard it one time, but his vocal style. Yeah, you're not yeah. missing anything. I looked up the lyrics to see if it gave me something else to talk about. That's a love song. But it's really just your standard issue love song. What, What is something that you've always wanted is, is pretty much the moves he's trying to put on this girl. Um, Yeah, those blowy instruments. They reminded me of that part in Strawberry Fields where the song fades out. And then it fades in with that other part at the end where John says, I buried Paul. Actually, he says cranberry sauce. But... And also kind of a mix between the uh, blowy instrument on the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band's Urban Spaceman. It kind of reminds me of that, too. doing a bunch of different instruments in that one though well yeah it wasn't just you got a kazoo in there as yes, well you do. so <laughs> yeah yeah there's a tuba blasting in there yeah i'm putting this out there because this needs to be put out there this was number one in england this was a number one song over there why i, I don't know what it's like in england I understand there are different licensing agreements like for instance i had to ask kai kuyama over in England to download Call of the Bird Watchers on Amazon because in America 
I could not buy and download it at the time. So Kai got to download it and send it to me. I don't know if that's sort of the same thing with Apple Music or any of the streaming things, but why is there so much move that is not on... Well, I use Apple Music, and there's only a small handful of move songs, and this is not one of them. Blackberry Way is not there. You can find the Roy Wood version, but not the move version. So what needs to be done to get this on Apple Music so I can add it to my playlists instead of doing what I had to do for this podcast, which is go to YouTube, use one of those sites that strips the sound from the video and downloads it as an MP3 and use it here. Come on, this is a freaking song. It shouldn't wallow in obscurity. You can always buy the CD that has it on there. There's a CD with all their singles and stuff on it, so... No, I know I can get the CD. I don't know. I'm a 21st century man. That involves work. I gotta get the CD. I gotta come home. I gotta rip it. I gotta upload it to my cloud, and then I gotta add it to my library. Then I gotta go to my playlist and put it in there. Whereas if it's right there on on Apple Music, I can click Add to Library, Add to Playlist. Done. And the move gets a cut of some microscopic amount of money they would get for every play that I give it. So If the CD's still available brand new, they get an even bigger that's microscopic. That's right, they do. They do. But then there's also, <laughs> it's the 21st century. This will help get their music out to more people if it's go to Apple that's Music true. or Spotify, click Add to Playlist, and there you go. Because physical media is dead, man. <laughs> They said that almost 20 years ago. Then they said it 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. remember uh, about a decade ago, they said they were going to stop making CDs because nobody wanted them. I still buy brand new CDs. I stopped buying physical media the last time I moved, and I do not want to lift more of these anymore. But there is something to this move song. Yes. Oh, I didn't even mean to connect it to the title. There you go. <laughs> I'm something of a genius. If you squint got something to say about something then call the telephone line voicemail 623-850-3375 call now something in the thing she shows me Feast the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read and reply to it on the show. Keep up to date by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. Subscribe to our YouTube page, the Electric Light Orchestra podcast channel, to hear other goodies. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash elopod or PayPal using the podcast's email address. Or send a check or money order to P.O. Box 1932, Superior, Arizona 85173. Next week, Days of the Broken Arrows. 